We're back. Hi. Welcome back to episode four, four. of Two Witches, One, One teapot. teapot. Oh boy. Wow. We did it. We did it. Thus far. Thus far. <laughs> Doing okay. <laughs> so far. Uh, today, we're going to be talking, or at least for the first, well, really the entire thing. Yeah. Um, the use of psychics, mediums, and other such clairvoyance in murder investigations. Yeah. Insane. Dun, dun, dun. I can't believe it. Me neither. That's... It's such a weird, like... It feels like it should not exist. It should not... It seems like something that's only in cop shows. Yeah, exactly. And the fact that this is a thing that, like, has actually existed yeah. is kind of wild to me. It is really strange. But also I appreciate it. Yeah. Because I think it's freaking cool. It is really neat. <laughs> I totally agree. Uh, so the specific case we're going to be looking at is the case, or rather the murder... Sad. Uh, the murder of <laughs> Andre oh, Daigle um, back in June of 1987. So... Back in Damn. the day. Um, at the time, Andre was 20 year, 27 years old. Uh, I believe he worked in construction. He was described oh. to be like a really, just a really nice guy. Uh-huh. Um, one of his family members reported that during the funeral, oh. it, there were so many more people they would have expected to be there. And a lot of them introduced themselves and were like, Andre was one of my oh. best friends. Like oh my all of God. them. I know. It's like, That's- what a... Good human. <laughs> it sounds like it's the same as whenever any Dateline episode you ever see is like they lit up the room. Exactly, You're like I'm all trying, of them. Not Why is it to all light the good the room? people? Who are the ones who are <laughs> yeah. What? When is happening? I know. So, um, the this particular case um, mm-hmm. is really funny, wherein technically, technically, it takes up um, two thousand ish miles. Wow. Uh, in the United States. The murder itself happened in Louisiana, but it stretches all the way down to California, and I will explain why. Okay. First and foremost, how it kind of started was uh, in June of 1987, Andre's older brother, uh, oh, let me start back up a little bit. So, Andre's family um, hadn't heard from him in a few days, and Uh he is a very, they're a very close-knit family, the Daigles. So something's wrong. Oh, yeah. So they, like, were constantly talking to one another. Yeah. They lived really close to each other. Uh Uh-huh really tight-knit family yeah um and so they were like well we haven't heard from him in like two days we can't get a hold of him something's right. wrong right so andre's older brother contacted the police his name is chris uh-huh um but after being informed uh that a 27 year old had been missing for like a day maybe two they don't do anything no they don't do anything there's not enough um information for there to be urgency and yeah. um there's just a general lack of concerning information yeah that would lead them to believe something was wrong yeah so I they was, don't do anything uh, that I always know. frustrates me, though. It's very, like, it, that's kind of what frustrates me about just, like, I'm going to get, I don't want to get political. I'm but like, We're here for you. <laughs> um, just, uh, it's very reactionary. Yeah. As opposed to, like, Something proactive. Something has to happen first for them to do anything. Yeah. Which, on one hand, it's, like, it makes sense because, you know, every... Limited. Limited resources, yeah. limited time, a little bit limited manpower. So I get it on that end. But it just would have been nice for, like, there to be kind of some kind of, at least, um... What is it? Con- uh, concern checkup or something? Oh, oh, like, um, oh, I know what you're like talking about. my neighbor about. hasn't been outside of his house for, like, yeah. four days. Uh, um, what do just they do call a- that? Shoot. Fuck. <laughs> uh, whatever it's called. Yeah, just, like. Um, wellness check. A wellness check. That's it. it was, just, like, I would something. I feel it, like, working from the back of my brain, like, Ah. <laughs> like just making sure like where is his car things yeah. like that or like whenever an old person hasn't left their home in a couple days and you're like 
uh, uh, <laughs> check on this person. Yeah. Because on one hand, I'm like, well, if they all live kind of close enough to each other and they would have heard from him, odds are they probably would have done a wellness check of their own, the family. Yeah. But at the same time, true. like, if that's the case and the family's like, we've done our own wellness check, you should definitely take that into regard of like, yeah. this is abnormal abnormal behavior that's nothing has happened in his life that should allude to this right just taking off like they say people do which i think very rarely happens like oh yeah in my personal life and in knowing people i've never heard of somebody just like and then he left forever right (laughs) or like don't do that no i mean i've known someone who was like hey i'm leaving the state for like a week because i just need a vacation and like to be on my own like Go for it, be yeah. free. And they did. But they kept, like, people updated on where they right. were it's even then. dangerous for you, too, exactly. as the person who was taking off without telling people. Like, I know. I wonder. Yeah. Um, it makes me think of, oh, you said you had an uncle that, am I thinking of the right person? It was something, the person I was talking to said that they had a relative that they had no idea, like, where they were or what happened to them. It was, and it wasn't someone they knew. I thought it was you, but I could definitely be wrong. I don't think it was me. No. But... I don't know much about my extended family. God. So they, <laughs> who was it? But it was someone like they weren't close to their dad's brothers. Yeah. But one of them just took off to Canada and no one ever heard from him again. <gasps> and, Whoa. Like, no one has you know, he could have children. Then Damn. have cousins. I feel like I also know what you're talking about. But who it wasn't me. No. Maybe <laughs> it's me. I actually don't know. Is it you? <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, I, I hope think so. I know I think I know most of my really extended family. I mean, I know I have, like, a very distant cousin that happens to be in Canada, but... Maybe I'm mixing up, like, a couple different stories. They could be mixing up a story. I feel like I know what you're talking about, though. Anyway. Moving on. (laughs) It happens rarely, so I feel like... Maybe we'll figure it out. Whenever people say, like, something is wrong and I think something's wrong, then it's worth your while to check. Especially because police could notice something there Mm -hmm. that doesn't seem right. Like, I was listening to a podcast on... Gosh, um, it was a BDSM murder where oh, they, wow. yeah, where they kidnapped her and killed the girl, <gasps> and then yeah, they didn't hide it very well, so they were easy to find. Sure, the police checked out the house of the three people that were living together that committed the murder together, yeah. um, and they noticed certain things that indicated like recently cleaned, oh. um, things were moved kitchen knife was out of the you know yeah, was missing or, something was up yeah, yeah so then i feel like they're what they are trained in could benefit just taking a look at yeah. like an empty house and being like that doesn't look right the you know purse is still here keys are still here car is still here like something would have been noticeable yeah, yeah. or yeah or like um it's actually it's funny enough i know for a fact i don't know what pet andre had but he definitely had a mm. pet or two um, oh, no. And the family was concerned. They're like, this. these pets were his babies, they, and they yeah. hadn't been fed in, like, a day. Yeah. So there's an alarm right there. Yeah, like, things like that, you're them. just like, if you go to a person's place. Not that. Gross. <laughs> the kitty's just being funny. Um, but, yeah, that always that's something that I always think about sometimes where um, I'll just kind of, like, look at something, like a pillow that's been caved in. I'm like, right. I use that pillow a lot. I'm like, I wonder if that's, like, noticeable. It's, like, this random thought I'll have. Yeah. I'm like, if I died, would someone, <laughs> would someone notice my butt imprint? <laughs> when, I wait, hope so. When, um, when a person dies, does their butt imprint make a sound? <laughs> like, when the a tree falls in the forest? 
I hope, I hope Does one day, Prince the forever. day I die, someone's gonna like be like, oh, Dorinda, we miss her. At least we'll always have her. <laughs> <laughs> the booty. The booty. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, boy. Um, anyway, <laughs> back to the case at hand. Um, so, yeah. Family begins investigating on their okay. own, retracing his last steps. Um, and they found out that um, Andre and his best friend, Nick, mm-hmm. the night before he disappeared, uh-huh. or actually the night of his disappearance, right. they went out to dinner and then they went out over to a bar to play pool. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were playing pool on a loser buys beers. So oh, sweet. Andre lost it, right? <laughs> Andre lost the first game and went to the bar to buy their drinks when uh-huh. he met a woman called Thelma. Uh-huh. Um, Thelma was already kind of sketch wherein she just would not make eye contact with Andre but like was kind of like hiding her face but he, she was participating in conversation right. they were just chatting um very just like loose chatting but yeah first like it's something that was noticed of just like she just didn't really make eye contact with anybody it was yeah. almost like she was hiding her face but not really uh-huh. it was kind of weird weird um but they continued talking anyway finally as Andre and Nick were about to leave the bar um Thelma asked Andre for a ride home uh-huh. Andre was like Sure, why not? Okay. And Nick went home in his own separate car. Uh-huh. And that was the last time Nick ever saw his best oh friend. Oh, God. Yeah. Four days went by from when um, the older brother, Chris, uh, tried to get the police to help. Mm-hmm. Um, and no one still had heard from Andre. Yeah. So that's when their sister, there's multiple siblings in this family. Okay, okay. But that's when their sister, Elise, who um, lived in California, mm-hmm. decided to do something to help even though she was 2,000 miles away. Uh-huh. Uh, Elise, at the suggestion of a friend, went to go see a psychic. And at this time in California, that was very much of a boom. Okay. Of just, like, seeing psychics and stuff. Yeah. So, it's something she wasn't really quite sure of, but she was like, you know what? My brother's missing. What's the harm? Yeah. Whether, when in doubt, I'll just have, like, an hour-long conversation with someone that... Right. ...won't have helped me at all. Right. So, she goes to see a psychic medium named Rosemary Kerr. Um, Rosemary asked Elise to bring a photo of her brother and a map. That's it. Mm Mm-hmm. So, prior to this, bear in mind that Rosemary had never been to Louisiana and uh-huh. had never met any member of the Daigle family ever. Uh-huh. So, Rosemary's method to kind of see if she can get in touch with Andre or find him or something uh-huh. was, first and foremost, to touch the picture, and, and as well as the map, but starting with the picture. She didn't even look at it. She just uh-huh. touched it. And then she describes it as sensing vibrations similar to how okay. a person reads Braille. Oh, okay. It's kind of like her system. Yeah. While touching the photo, uh, Rosemary closed her eyes and saw Andre and his dark car. Only, Andre's car was white. Oh. Um, however, Uh-oh. Rosemary was sure that there, that the vehicle Andre was showing her was, in fact, a black Ford pickup. Damn, son. Very specific. Yeah. And she was like, this is the vehicle. Elise was super confused because even though she was pretty close with her brother, yeah. he had never mentioned buying a, a new car. Right. Um, and yet, Andre was just pulling Rosemary's attention over and over again to the black pickup. Mm-hmm. Next up, Rosemary um, went to the map. She ran her fingers across the map in a similar fashion, Mm -hmm. sensing for vibrations. Those vibrations told her where to stop on the map, Mm -hmm. and her fingers uh, stopped over Slidedale, Louisiana, which is um, just outside of New Orleans, I believe. After Elise confirmed that she knew the area, Rosemary told her that she had to go there and go quickly, as as that was where the black pickup was that Andre was showing her it would be. Wow. Yeah. So during the reading, she hadn't even left yet. Yeah. Elise called her mother in Louisiana, telling her and the rest of their family that they needed to go to Slidell immediately, which was just 30 minutes away from their home. Uh-huh. Excuse me, 30 miles. Okay. So as the Dinkle family drove to get to Slidell, 
they saw the black pickup on the road oh. heading to Slidale, exactly oh where Rosemary God. said it would be. Only they did not recognize the people in the car, and there was no Andre in the car. Uh-huh. Uh, they followed the car as it eventually headed down a deserted side road. Oh, Jesus. Finally, as they're going down the road, this car, the truck, slows down. It, again, it's a black Ford pickup. Oh, it turns around. Ah! It's facing them, shuts down the car, uh-huh. acknowledging, we know you're following us. Oh. Uh, yeah, everyone stopped there. I'm getting goosebumps just I mean, talking yeah. about it. <laughs> oh, that's terrifying. It's freaky. Finally, they start the car up again uh-huh. and creep past the car, just looking at them and like checking Ew. them out. And then they gun it down the road. Gross. So, yeah, right? <laughs> Super creepy. Fortunately, as the Daigles um, turned around and made their big way back up the road trying uh-huh. to get to catch up to the Black right. Ford, they passed the only patrol car in the area. Yes! <laughs> so they communi- communicated to the cops that something was wrong, right. that... There was something fishy about the car as it pertains to um, Chris's brother. Uh-huh. If you hear running around, that is Zelda the kitty. Zelda. She's got zoomies. Um, <laughs> it's aggressive. It's so aggressive. <laughs> um, so they just communicated that that black need to help us. pickup needed to be stopped. Yeah. Um, so the police was were able to catch up to the truck and pull it uh-huh. over under the impression that the truck was stolen. Uh-huh. As such, the police investigated trucks, the truck finding guns and ammunition along with two men. Okay. Yes. Who were alive. I should be... It was just like two male bodies. Can you imagine um, like you're just a patrol car and you find just two men. dead bodies? <laughs> uh, so um, at the same time, 2,000 miles away, uh-huh. Rosemary got a seizing headache oh. while she was still sitting with Elise. Oh, Rosemary knew then and there that Andre was no longer alive. <gasps> but she oh. chose to wait to tell the family this bit of information. She explained it to be herself as a conductor of information so yeah. if the family's not going to ask for a specific question like if the family does not yet want to know whether or not he's alive or dead she's not going to tell them yet yeah. until they're ready uh, which is good yeah i i support that yeah um the two men were identified as 24 year old charles gervais and 21 year old michael phillips mm-hmm. the two were brought in on a weapons and stolen vehicle charge this was not their first confrontation with the law they had a bit of a background yeah um when they were interrogating the two Phillips was actually the first to crack uh-huh. saying that this was a brutal murder committed oh. by Gervais. However, once Gervais found out about oh. this, um, we are also eating snacks. I should also mention that we always we, have, snacks. we always have snacks. If you hear sounds, we're, we're munching on mangoes, popcorn, because why not? And then drinking Earl Grey tea. That is our tea for the day. The tea for the day. Yes. With cream and sugar. With cream and sugar and a slice of murder. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes. So, yeah, when Gervais first uh, found out that um, Phillips cracked and like, oh, pinned it on switched. him, he was like, Damn. he opened up wanting to get the record straight. Right. So, according to Gervais, they had Andre brought back to their apartment by Thelma. Uh-huh. Um, and then they proceeded to take the ca- the claw hammer from Andre- Andre's truck, because mm-hmm. it was his truck, which is why there was confusion oh, there. It weird. actually ended up being his truck. Um, they took the claw a hammer from Andre's truck and beat him to death with it. Oh, Jesus. Yes. Um, why? <laughs> it's the great question. Yeah, well, exactly. According to Gervais, this is where it gets real freaky. Okay. Gervais said it was because of a prostitution ring in Texas. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. They wanted what? to take it over, the prostitution prostitution <laughs> ring, and they were tired of working and wanted to bring in money by running the ring. Bear in mind, they have a background of having financial issues and had trouble like paying their rent. The two right. men lived together. And all these things. So Jesus. And I believe um, Thelma was actually Phillips's girlfriend, if I okay. have that correct. Whoa. I know. <laughs> Having um, your boyfriend overtake a prostitution ring, like 
I know, <laughs> but they, they were just like tired of like working their asses off. So they right. were like, you know what? We're, we want to, there's a prostitution ring in Texas yeah. that we want to take over. What? How can they take it over though? They have to kill whoever is running it. But this <laughs> no. gets crazier and more horrible. But they first needed to make sure they could kill someone before going all the way to Texas. Just so they a came trial up with a run. scheme. Yep. Wow. To send Thelma to pick someone, pick someone to bring home to kill. Oh. Andre was just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Wow. Yeah. His body was dumped in a swamp. They did find it. Mm-hmm. Um, cause of death was at least ten blows to the head. Oh my god. I know. At least. And they believe he would. They were attempted to strangle him. I believe it was like with a wire of some kind from like a vacuum or wow. something. I'm not that detail wasn't exactly clear, but both men were charged with first degree murder, mm-hmm. and a warrant was set out sent out at that moment uh, for the arrest of 21-year-old Thelma Horn. Wow. Uh, eventually, both men did plead guilty, although Phillips, I believe, pleaded guilty... F- oh, I have that backwards. One of them pleaded guilty first, but the other one decided to, like, drag it on. They are like, you know what, I'm going to fight this. Yeah. Bear in mind, in Louisiana, um, <laughs> if you plead not guilty to a mur- first degree murder charge it can result to if you and you are charged yeah. you can get on the death penalty yeah. so he was really much playing with fire there yeah um but eventually uh it was actually excuse me it was Gervais that that um pleaded guilty originally and then Phillips carried on with the case mm-hmm. but eventually uh Phillips did plead guilty mm-hmm. both men were sentenced to life in prison without the possibility of parole uh-huh. and then Thelma was charged with second degree murder um, and pleaded guilty, also landing a life sentence without the possibility of parole. Mm-hmm. And the reason why she got yeah. second degree murder was because th- it could not have been proven that she knew what the men had intended when yeah. she sent Andre when she to his death, him. essentially. Yeah. So, and there was no evidence to indicate that she had not confessed in that way. Yeah. Yeah. So she she landed with the second degree murder. Okay. That's the case. Wow. There are many details in between, but that is the. There's one bit that is. More just kind of funny to me, um, after this, Charles Gervais, uh-huh. he's in jail. Then he tries, I'm not kidding, Charles Gervais tries to sue the, I believe, the correctional facility uh-huh. because they were restricting his ability to practice satanic rituals. Oh, wow. That's just a you, fun little you know detail. What? I don't care. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. I don't feel bad. Yeah, I mean, it's it says here that... Um, Gervais is uh, reportedly just kind of flew off the deep end. <laughs> oh, no. Um, claiming that the murder had actually been a part of uh, an, an initiation into oh. a cult of Satan worshippers, yeah. etc. and so forth. So, um, and that he was upset that he couldn't practice his satanic rituals in his cell. <laughs> you're kidding. And, um, wow. Yeah, and an update on Kerr, she actually, uh, Rosemary Kerr. Yeah. She actually went on to just, like, do some really cool stuff. Um, appearing on TV shows like Psychic Witness and oh, Psychic cool. Detective. Um, talking about, like, her experiences working on murder cases. This, this was not the only one she did after. She did some more. Um, and then... She did stay in touch with the Daigle family right up to her death in 2015. Oh. Yeah. Um, but it continues to be a very, very notable case uh, yeah. among involved among those involving psychics because it was actually the very first case to have a psychic um, or a self-proclaimed psychic, if right. you will, on the witness stand. Wow. In, in an actual court case. And, like, testify. And testify. She had to testify. And that was particularly stressful when... 
um, I believe it was Phillips who wanted to prolong and go to trial and not plead guilty. Right. That was really Dragging scary because out. they couldn't, yeah, exactly. Well, they could only really convict him if they had hard evidence, right. which they did have some yeah. from what Gervais was saying, but specifically for Phillips, less so. Yeah. They were like, well, you know, we, we still need to put some of the pieces together and our only reliable witness is a psychic. Is a psychic. Yeah. 2,000 miles away. Wow. But it ended up working out and um, they were incarcerated. Wow. It, that, isn't that a wild case, though? I don't though? think I've ever heard that one. If I, I have, yeah. I don't remember. Oh, my gosh. Wow. It, I still got That's a good weird. Isn't yeah. that weird? I don't think I've ever heard anything like that. The part that really threw me was just, like, the bit about the prostitution ring. I'm like, what isn't involved yeah. in this case? <laughs> That's, like, out of left field. I know. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it came out of nowhere. Yeah, just these, like, three yeah. random people. Just make sure we can, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Just want to try it we out. We just want to make sure before we actually take on like a big kahunas that right. we just like, kill a person. All right, yeah, that's the case of wow. poor Andre Daigle. Poor Andre. Sorry, bud. Bummer. Yeah, <laughs> bummer. <laughs> Big bummer. <laughs> My guy. <laughs> Having never been to a psychic, it's odd to me mm-hmm. to kind of consider what that's like. It's definitely a weird. I guess kind of like a weird feeling when you go visit like a psychic that's person. What I imagine yeah. Because you're just like. If they're legit, and I want right. to be very clear with this, like, I have met at least one very authentic, very real mm-hmm. psychic, psychic medium person. I've also met less authentic, right. less real ones before, and it, it's definitely noticeable. Yeah. Where, um, depending on, like, the facts that they get right, the facts that they get right. wrong, for the ones that are legit, you will start crying very Aww. quickly. Like, because <laughs> yeah. sometimes they're, they're like telling you things about yourself that you know that you haven't told other people that you really right. wanting to say. Yeah. If you're like upset about something and you yeah, can feel or like to tell someone like it's therapy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. And that I especially, wacky. I especially like it when they use like tarot cards. Yeah. Because that kind of like drives the conversation rather than someone just like looking at you saying, what do you want to know? Yeah. Which some of them do that and some of it, it really works for them. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know, in my experience, the the readings I've had that I've actually gotten something out of and enjoyed have been involved with tarot, which is actually kind of what led me to tarot, mm-hmm. which then was my doorway into right. witchiness. But mm-hmm. uh, I think it's just wild that we've used, just like as a society, have now started using right <laughs> um, psychic, psychic mediums, clairvoyance oh. and things. Yeah. Uh, and thanks, and people, because they're human beings, um, exactly. and people in murder cases. Yeah. And like, it's that that a, has swung in court. Yeah, that worked. Wow. That's crazy that it worked, because it's something, it's something that you can't prove. I think like we talked about, like, it's not something that you can ever recreate, but at the same time, in this instance, mm-hmm. it was so, so on the money. Oh my gosh. That, like, so you much can't so. deny, you can't no. say that that's a coincidence. Yeah, I mean, I was, I when I first like was going through my research for this, my, excuse me, my research for this case, and it first came up that like Chris Daigle and his family were driving toward the town, and they saw on the, the highway Blackboard. the Blackboard pickup. I'm like, we don't know the year, right. we don't know the style, Just- like. Black Ford pickup. There's a lot of those that look very different from and each there's other. There's probably a lot of them in Louisiana. In Louisiana. Yeah. And I'm like, at that specific moment, like, you have to be really sure of what you're looking at. Yeah. And they were. And obviously, it panned out really well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they put themselves in very dangerous predicament, but it right. panned out in the end. Yeah. But even so, I'm just like, 
what are the chances that I mean, they didn't, exactly. like, come across another one? Because it's, like, such a common vehicle. Yeah, it is. Um, everywhere. And so, yeah. The fact that the psychic was, like, this, like, this instant, like, if they hadn't been there, if they hadn't left their house mm-hmm. at the right time, then they might have missed him. And they still lived 30 miles away. Like, that's... Yeah. You have to drive a long time for 30 miles. <laughs> right. Long enough to, like, lose track of a pickup truck. But, yeah, right. she was just, like, if you leave right now, you need to go now you will find them. That's insane. Implying that they wouldn't be there if they had waited. Right. Which is a good thing that they listened. Right. Because um, at the time, this is something I actually kind of forgot about the case, was when Elise had called them while she was still with Rosemary, saying, like, hey, go now, go mm-hmm. to Slidale, they had also just actually just arrived home. It was nighttime. Oh. They just arrived home, and they were going over maps because they were looking right. for him yeah. wherever they could. And so they oh. were, like, going over maps, and together they're all congregated at the same place at the same time, mm-hmm. fortunately, at that moment. So it wasn't like they had to wait for other people. Right. It wow. Just, I know. Wow. Wow. Mm. At the same time, I think my only issue with, like, if I were to go see, like, a psychic, psychic medium person. Yeah. I like my privacy, and I don't like to be called out by people I don't know. Um, <laughs> you mind your business. <laughs> Get your nose out of my life. Um, <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but uh, it's cool. It's definitely, like, kind of hard sometimes, especially if you've never been to a psychic, psychic medium, to mm-hmm. know whether or not the person you're talking to is legit. Yeah. Um, just because, like, some of them are really good at faking it. Because yeah. there are char- charlatans, which sucks, because it I'm like, does. you're just hurting like an entire community of people well and it's bad for the people that you're like like giving people false hope yeah or stuff like that or like opening things that they kind of already like closed Mm -hmm. um like there's two there's two that were famous on like reality tv and youtube and i think it's the psychic twins and there's one other boy Mm -hmm. and um they're both like self-proclaimed psychics Mm -hmm. And um, whenever you're watching them, and I know I was pretty young whenever I watched oh, I a video with one about. in them. Yeah. Yeah, because they did the boy that I'm thinking of, and he did a reading for all of the Try Guys. <laughs> oh, was it like <laughs> oh, a what Hollywood a time. psychic or something? Yeah, I yeah. think so. And um, someone afterward, a couple, like maybe it was months or some years, I don't remember because I was like very young sure. at the time. They broke down the exact style of like what you might call like charlataning mm-hmm. that he was using where he would throw out a couple different things mm-hmm. like uncle or relative I'm seeing a male with a beard yeah like so <laughs> everybody big. knows a relative with a beard yeah um and wait for he's like very closely watching the person that he's giving the reading to and he watches for them to like Make connect the, with something yeah. and then he picks up on that and then keeps guessing I'm seeing mm-hmm. this I'm seeing this come into form whenever that doesn't work he just like drops it and moves on pick something else I'm also getting yeah so then it was interesting to see someone break down exactly the style of deception that mm-hmm. he was using and be like shit <laughs> like, oh boy yeah because there was I think at least one of the boys had recently lost a like grandparent or something mm-hmm. And he had wound up describing someone very like him mm-hmm. and was like, he's happy. He just wants you to know that he's on the other side. <laughs> like, yeah, I sometimes it's information that someone needs to hear. Mm-hmm. So I don't mind it in all situations. But yeah. there are definitely times where I think you're taking advantage of people. 100%, whether it's like for fame or, or yeah. money or whatever. I'm like, yeah. 
if a person needed someone who didn't have those abilities, they would have gone through to a therapist. Right. <laughs> like, people seek out these people for a very specific reason. Yeah. Um, and all you're doing is really committing harm. And yeah, it's I just think like so. we all we all need money. We all need to earn right. a living. We all need to live and yeah. eat and have a house and whatever. Right. But you could do something yeah. that isn't cheating people. Exactly. Yeah. Like that is still a choice, you know? Yeah, I think so too. And I'm just like Yeah. Right. When in doubt, I feel like those people should would make like really good detectives because they know what to look for when yeah. they look for someone like interrogating yeah, someone that or would be a, yeah, like crime like interviewing forensic interviewing whatever some seriously good skills they have and it is really convincing it's really convincing but yeah. seeing someone break it down and point like stop the video and mm-hmm. point out instances that your mind didn't pick up on where he was like throwing out a couple different things mm-hmm. and then nothing stuck and mm-hmm. he just like changed subject and you were following along with it so you didn't stop to be like wonder what happened like yeah. in his mind <laughs> mm-hmm. what happened to the spirit that was trying to come through you just don't think about it exactly and i'm like thinking about the case with um rosemary kerr like, yeah didn't know in that very present moment because all of this stuff was happening at the same time right. she didn't know that andre died from getting bashed in the head right. she had a massive headache and she was with elise uh-huh. like was with her the entire time and i'm like that says a lot yeah as to, opposed to someone who's like throwing out questions and such yeah which is also another reason why I think I like tarot reading yeah, like guided. sessions. Yeah. Because it's like, I see this in your life. Like, yeah. this is telling me that this is going on in your life and this is going on. Like, you telling me about my life yeah. is a lot more indicative of possible skill as opposed to you right. asking me things about my life. Yeah, and then waiting for you to say, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, exactly. I already knew that. <laughs> exactly. And I'm just like, I'd be more inclined to believe someone having these abilities yeah. if they're feeding me the information as, as opposed to expecting me to, like, tell them tell them yes or encourage or no. it from them. Exactly. Yeah. So at that point, I'm like, I, I'm just talking to an everyday Joe and you're not right. going to give me what I need. Yeah. yeah, but I think it is my, I don't know. I definitely believe that some people have that skill. I think so, too. I don't think it's as common as it, no. it, as the media portrays it to be. Yeah. Because there's I a agree. lot of people out there who are like, I have this skill. I'm like cool story bro yeah um (laughs) yeah i think i think probably i would imagine it more on a spectrum of Mm -hmm. you can have a little or you can have a lot like oh yeah i would imagine in rosemary's case where like ever since you can remember this is something that has been very intuitive for you (laughs) yeah or in that case bothering you Mm -hmm. um versus like someone who is like picks up on stuff like that or even it would be interesting to see if you polled people like how many people would be good at it and not know and just have it kind of play into their everyday life at being good at guessing things or like Mm -hmm. you know certain little things instead of guessing where people have been murdered yeah Um, I know it's like um kind of like even the intuition scale yeah like a person could just be like be super intuitive yeah. but maybe not be super receptive in that way but they yeah. still have that intuition which guides them yeah i wouldn't go as far as calling them a psychic medium but i would right. say that they have some kind of heightened intuition that yeah. would, could be useful in those situations right yeah i don't think like the true like hardcore <laughs> rosemary level yeah. psychic medium Comes is not as common as people as the media portrays it to offer yeah me. yeah um, there's this one show that I used to watch with my mom. It's oh. called Medium. Uh-huh. It's awesome. If you've okay. never seen it, I highly suggest sure. it. Sure. It's based off a real person. Okay. Um, 
Let me see if I can find it. <laughs> what the... Oh, the person's name is Alison Dubois is her Ooh, name. I know. What a fancy name. name. I will never forget it because I just like, <laughs> always love that name. Yeah. But yeah, it's based off a real person who's a second medium who cool. communicates with dead people. Wow. And she helped solve crimes in wow. Arizona. And that's actually based in some truth. She actually yeah. did do things. Wow. It's actually pretty freaky. That's super cool. But also the show is just like tops. It, okay. It's like based from 2005. Like awesome. they don't have it running anymore. I love it. <laughs> so good. excellent. It is so good. Um, yeah. It was just uh, Alison Dubois is a real person who aided um, oh. police in, in, in Arizona. That's nuts. Isn't that nuts? Some of them are really creepy episodes too. I'm like, uh, oh. Or like I heartbreaking. Like I'm like, oh, oh. But also. So good. So if you like those kinds of shows, peeps. Watch it. Watch it's it. so good. I don't know where it's it on, does but sound good. Like so it. good. It's probably on like Peacock or something. It would like be really out there. <laughs> yeah, just like which is kind of funny that we say that because Peacock is becoming less out there now. Yeah, it's now that true. it has like The Office in Brooklyn Nine Nine, I feel right. like it's like people are flocking. Yeah, yeah, which is funny to me because it used to be. I feel like so that's how weird. TikTok was too. Yeah, where it was like what was it before? Musically, Musically. yeah, and people were like. This is random apps, like, yeah, every other person goes on. 13-year-olds to just sing and dance on, and now, like, listen. It's huge. Yeah. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> um, but, uh, when, I feel like a psych, I don't blame law enforcement to be, like, super iffy yeah. about it, because it's just, like, it's, the entire criminal justice system in the States is very much based on evidence. Right. Like, yeah. ideally. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. Um, but a person coming in saying, I saw this in a dream. Like, it yeah, I get Yeah, it seems a little silly. You're like, I don't know how seriously to take this. Yeah. This is a really serious case. And you could waste more, time. Yeah, more, more after the time, you're more pressed for time, especially yeah. if it's like a missing person who could very well be alive. Yeah. And you're just like, I don't have, I don't have time to look into your dream. Yeah. And again, sometimes a lot, a lot more often than would be hoped for, a lot of these people are charlatans. Right. And, just screwing with people, whether it's for fame or attention or just because they're bored. I don't know. But yeah. I, people's deal is weird sometimes. Right? I don't understand why people do some of the things they do. Like, yeah. not saying that, like, a good reason, rather a reason at all, is a good excuse to do something. Yeah. But at least it would explain it. Yeah. Like, then you could be like, oh, Like, an explanation is not an it. excuse, but it just, like, puts two and two together. Yeah. So we don't have to say here someone like, who's like, just fucking fuck? around and find out. <laughs> yeah. Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I could see not, and I, I think the personality that police force or detective work attracts is very, like, logical. Mm-hmm. He's not the kind of person that I see in my head as, like, going to visit a psychic. Um, right. Just because that's just the personality that I think it attracts. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, I don't know, do you have any thoughts about, like, where that kind of metaphysical I don't know. capabilities could come from? Because I I, I could definitely, and I don't know why, like, Teen Wolf comes to mind. <laughs> what? Um, but I could definitely see it being something genetic. Oh, You know sure. what I mean? Like, how she I've was like, that. my grandma was a witch. And I was like, whoa, okay. Story, bro. Um, um. <laughs> and then she has, like, the That's So Raven flashbacks. Um, Classic. I, I only watched the one episode. Oh, no, I think it was two, but that was all that I could. my feelings. <laughs> it was my freaking childhood. <laughs> I was just too silly. Also, I felt like the the bad brother was the star of the show and, like, everybody else was, like, orbiting him, mm-hmm. which is definitely, oh, I would have been so, I would have 
such a crush on him as a kid. Really? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Always like the bad boys. What was it, like, Corey? <sighs> I don't remember. Something. something. Well, yeah, because they had a spinoff show. It was, like, Corey in the House or something. Corey, Corey in, the in the House? Corey in the White House. Anyway. Wow. Yeah, the younger brother... I think, like, the dad was a chef and went on to, to cook in the White House. <laughs> we are unearthing really... Oh, no, not Teen Wolf. I thought you were talking about Rat That's a Raven. No. <laughs> I was still, like, on the level, like, what are you, what are you freaking talking about? <laughs> where, where she has... The the witch girl has the psychic moments. Oh! That, that okay. remind me of That's So Raven flashbacks. Got it! Jesus wow. Christ. This conversation I was really sitting here thinking the bad boy brother was... <laughs> it was like Corey in the White House. I was like, man, I don't remember that being his name at all. <laughs> He's <laughs> called miscommunication. <laughs> we were both what? on such different pages. But we were so confident with what we were yeah, saying. Yeah, whenever you're like, their dad was a chef, I was like, hold back up, time out. Something is really wrong. <laughs> Corey in the White House is the bad boy from Teen Wolf. I don't remember his name. <laughs> Cry, that's so funny. <laughs> oh, boy. Hello, sir. If you hear jingling, that's because Morris just definitely played fetch with me for one of his toys. Says bring <laughs> for Morris. <laughs> um. Anyway, Teen Wolf. Now we're yeah. in the same right. level. <laughs> yeah, I could see it being like I feel like I hear of people having it passed down. I've heard that too. Most often. Yeah. Or like, and it also really depends because I know there's like I think clairvoyance is when you can see it. Uh huh. But then there's like a different term for when you can hear it or when you yeah. can like. I think there's even one for smell. Like, it's yeah. just, like, really or even, weird. like, people that touch things and see things yeah. versus, like, Like, they don't all interpret it in the same something. way. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. there's definitely lots of different versions that people can be attuned to. Exactly. Which I think can kind of help in, like, even if someone is telling the truth, that level of miscommunication, because you don't always have all the information. Yeah. So if you're just someone who can, like, hear things. Right. Well. You're missing a part of the picture. Exactly. No without having more auditory details which you know I doubt you have like much control in that way yeah yeah it's definitely I think that just like that entire science is just so interesting to me because I I don't know anything about it very much but I think it's super interesting in that like oh boy (laughs) Morris is just having the best time playing soccer for one boy what a good kitty cat child Morris is a minx and he has no tail and it's just like the funniest thing it's really weird He's, he he! It's like um, Australian shepherds where the tail just ends. It's a it, nub. Yeah, it's just like a little nub. But he doesn't know. need a tail. Like he's no. doing his own thing. Yeah. He's... Except earlier when he totally biffed it. Oh my god, that was so <laughs> funny! I've never seen him do that. Like, yeah, Jesus any chaos Christ. that is heard is just two cats was, who are fucking cats. around and having a good time. Oh boy. Um, I don't know where it would come from though. That's no. kind of where I'm. I'm stumped. Personally. I think that kind of comes from like. Well, I guess where um, a person believes it to come from can often be impacted by, like, religion. Yeah. Or, like, whatever their beliefs are. So if, like, say you're a person who believes in heaven, it could be, like, a gift from, like, an angel or something. Yeah. Or could just, um, if you're someone who believes in heaven, maybe just, like, from, like, the other side, if you believe yeah. in the other side. Because not everybody does. Right. Or, like, death happens and then there's nothing. Not even right. a void. It's just zip. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. That is a hardcore... You gotta. You ha- that's really hardcore to be. That's to be comfortable with that is something yeah. I'm not capable of. No, me either. No. Yeah. 
No, I think it very much kind of plays into, like, the whole, like, I don't know, this is definitely, like, a me theory, but if whatever energy or, or, or tune that people are picking up on yeah. when they have these abilities, if it has anything to do with, like, reincarnation and that kind of, like, yeah. level of quote-unquote existence, like, I almost kind of wonder if they are kind of related. Yeah. Because they kind of seem like it in terms of, like, otherworldly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But something beyond. Something beyond, but I don't, yeah. It's one of those things that it's kind of, um, you have to be okay not knowing something. Yeah, I agree. And I think that's something that a lot of people who have trouble believing in the existence of psychics, mediums, and such. They want everything explained. They want to have an answer, which is fair to have to want the answer, but like sometimes you're just like not entitled to it. <laughs> yeah, no. I think there's a part of me that thinks you shouldn't always know. Mm-mm. That like... In it, like, um... What's the term? Not innocence is bliss, but what's the term? Ignorance. Ignorance is bliss, yeah. But <laughs> not like no. harmful ignorance. But yeah, sometimes it's just like better or, to not know things. Yeah, just to wonder. Yeah. And then there's like the whole case of like, you don't know what you don't know. So like there yeah. could be like a very logical explanation for it. But mm-hmm. We may never know what that is. Yeah. Which makes people not want to believe in it because they can't be proven in front of their eyes. And we live in a very right, what's right in front of you is real kind of society. Yeah, yeah I think... It's. I think it also, it also would be harmful if we knew where it came from. Cause, I could see people definitely taking advantage of exploiting it, like super it. soldiers. I'm like, I think I've. There's um, there's a video game that I watched a playthrough of where the, the main character, was born from a set of twins, but her twin died, mm. and he like is like this psychic force that she can talk to and like kind of control. Damn. So then, yeah, it's super cool. I think it's called Beyond. Huh. Maybe. Okay. Um, Beyond Two Souls, I'm pretty sure. Okay. But you play part of the game as the female, and she's been recruited into, like, this super soldier kind of deal where, like, her and her brother working together Mm -hmm. make, like, a psychic team, but only because he, like, she can be sitting in a room and have someone flip over a card a couple rooms away and ask him to go check what card it is, and he comes back and tells her, so in that way, (laughs) then she's... Stop. You're making a scene. Oh my gosh. It's chaos in this house when I it know, comes to the feelings. It always is. They're, they were not so active last time. Anyway. I guess because of the windows. Oh. Um, but, so then she was taken advantage of, and the game is really good, but certainly the people that took her in and trained her mm-hmm. did not treat her very well. No, no kidding. Which is not a surprise. So yeah. I feel like there's, there's some safety mm-hmm. in not ever being able to tell. I think so, too. I mean, even just, like, looking at it from, um, in our, the capitalist society we live in, like, people are going to find ways to make money off of something in some capacity, and I feel like, I mean, people already do. Yeah. Like, yeah, like, there's, I've heard the saying of, um, or rather the perspective in witchcraft where people say, like, well, if you have these gifts, you know, it's it's shameful to to ask for money, and people are like, is it? As far as I'm concerned, money is an exchange of energy. Exactly. You're giving me money to give you my time. That's an exchange. Or, like, you're giving me a sum of money in exchange for the quality of my gifts. Yeah. It's just the exchange of energy. I think it's totally... Which I totally agree with. I think, like, if you have a gift and you're willing... And that's the other part. You have to be willing to share it with people. Yeah. If you feel like you can make money off of it, freaking go for it. There's no shame in that. No, I agree. It's like, if you're good at knitting and you want to sell your... Correct creations. Freaking right. go for it. Like, yeah. I don't care. No one would get you in trouble for 
yeah. having a talent and using it to make money. Exactly. It's like the lack of that talent and pretending you do, like that is an issue. That is just like so ethically ethically and morally harmful. Yeah, it is. Like, don't do that. Yeah. And I think that's kind of, um, so, you know, people already are trying to make money in some capacities right. and looking at it and on, on a negative side, the people who are not authentic and not yeah. real in this way are already doing that. I can only imagine if you what kind of crap would happen yeah. if this became known. So I'm like, I'm okay, I'm okay not with knowing. not knowing. I'm yeah. totally like comfortable with just being like, you know what? There are some things I will never understand. And like, that's okay. Who am I to ask to understand everything? <laughs> I'm just like one person true. who's going to die one day and then someone right. else is going to take my place. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, it shouldn't, I shouldn't have to deserve to know anything. Yeah. We're not entitled to like any information at all, yeah. let alone the, little the, the answers of the cosmos. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think, I do kind of want to go see a psychic. I'm a, I, the thing that gets me is being afraid of hearing something that is going to, like, ruin my life. That's something I appreciate is, um, the, the readings I've had that are really positive. Yeah. Um, one person told me, they're like, I'm not going to tell you they're de- your death. Like, no, I, if yeah, I know I don't it, know. I'm never going to know it. Yeah, exactly. It's like, if I know it, I'm not going to tell it to you because it's just going to harm you. Yeah. One thing I have kind of learned about myself I'm an anxious and paranoid person, so if I hear something positive about the future, I get really stressed about making it happen. Aww. If I hear negative, something negative about the future, vice versa. I get stressed about making it not happen. No. So it's like, as far as I'm concerned, I'm not a person that wants to know about the future. Yeah. Um, of course, I still wonder about it, and if something's like, oh, I want to move to this place, like, yeah. is this a good idea? Maybe I'll ask I think, that. Yeah, yes or no questions are different than what direction do I take with exactly. my entire life. <laughs> Who is my great love going to be? Like, <laughs> yeah. first off, the future is ever-changing, so you should never, like, truly depend right. on just even one. someone who is talented, like Rosemary is, yeah. or is, like, like I believe Rosemary is. Right, no, me too. Um, even, like, they could be telling you the future, but if you do something tomorrow that changes could- that... They're going to be wrong, and then yeah. you're going to be upset at them because they've been wrong. So, like, yeah. the way I see it, this is just my personal approach. Pe- yeah. People can disagree with me all they yeah, want, but yeah. I'm just someone who's like, let the future be, yeah. unless it's something I absolutely need to know, in which case, if this person I'm seeing is legit, they will tell me that. Yeah. Um, but otherwise, sometimes it's like, what do, like, things about the present day, yeah. you know, whatever. Or, like, more realistic choices. Exactly. Or just, like... Um, even, like, I've heard some, like, people try to, like, contact their ancestors. Oh. If you're comfortable with that, like, yeah. go for it. You know, like, my family's Hungarian. I don't have very much, like, personal, oh, boy, personal connection with my relatives who are still in Hungary, even though I would love to, but I don't yeah. know very much about, like, my ancestry specifically and my mom's side. I know a little bit more of my dad's, yeah. but my mom's side is kind of, like, a blank case mm-hmm. for me. And that's something I've always kind of wanted to know, but at the same time... It's not pressing. It's Eastern Europe oh, has right. a sketchy history. Yeah. And so I'm kind of like, do I even want to know? It's yeah. another thing of just like, sometimes you're better off not knowing. So yeah. it's kind of like one of those things. So yeah, I've, I, I, this is, oh boy, <laughs> screaming children outside your window. This terrifying scream doesn't sound like a kid. That's a person. <laughs> grown ass man. Grown ass man just go, ah. ah. <laughs> Get him, Zelda. Classic, um, Sunny Sundays yeah, for the first time Colorado. ever. Yeah, in Colorado. Oh, oh crazy. boy, girl, she's. This is her children. moment. <laughs> Abby's They're just rubbing so her temples. Good, usually, <laughs> I know, which is why I'm like, this is new. Yeah. Like the last few times I've been here, we've, we've recorded. Sleepy. They're sleepy. Yeah, sunny day. Oh boy, but yes, 
psychics. I'm they're afraid. wild. I'm afraid. <laughs> I'm a little, it's more like, I'm worried about asking, like, am I on the right path and her saying no and being like, great, so I got to back to the drawing board. Yeah. Like, I, I am such a plan person. Oh, me too, yeah. That, like, hearing that my plan is not right would, like, devastate me. <laughs> In my experience, I've asked that question before, and even if I'm technically, like, objectively not on the right path, that doesn't necessarily mean you're on the wrong path. Yeah, Does that make right. sense? It's kind of just, like, from my experience, even if there is something more I could be doing that would, like, make me happier, I'm more seeking out, like, what steps could I take to possibly, and that's the question I always have to avoid that yeah. I always want to ask. Uh, I have to find, the, when I go to readings, I have to find the urge to say, what can I do to, like, put myself on the path that I want to be taking? Yeah. Um, a part of it is also asking, like, what is the best path for me? Because, like, what right. I want may not be the best. what is best for me. Yeah. So it's kind of, like, you can always choose just not to ask those questions. That's like, true. think of things of just, like, tell me about, like, is there, like, if you're talking to a medium, like, yeah. tell me about my grandparents. Like, I don't yeah. know much about them. Or um, if you are thinking future-wise, kind of just saying, like, uh, what do you see for me in the future, if yeah. anything at all, rather right. than, like, giving them direction of just, like, tell me about, like, am I just on the right path? Like, just tell thing. me what you see. Yeah. Like, do I have something okay. that should be, like, concerned about? <laughs> ah. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Which is what I've found helpful. It is scary. Yeah. It is scary. But, yeah. I think, I think there's an underlying fear for everybody that goes, probably, mm -hmm. of hearing something that you don't want to hear. That is, I feel, I have that same thing with tarot reading. Like, really? for myself. Oh. Like, if, when I start reading tarot, because I, I have multiple decks, but one deck will just call me out. Oh, no. Like, no one else. Like, this bitch, <laughs> get your shit together, or so help me, oh, my God. God. Like, <laughs> just cut out have, for blood every single time. It was my very first time. deck, too. I remember, yeah. Oh, my gosh. This deck is just like, fuck your feelings. Yeah. You're going to know what you need to know. And I'm like... <laughs> I, when I pull it out, I'm like, damn. it's when I either know there's something I just like, there's a problem I have that I need to be resolved. Yeah. Or if it's just like a general check-in, sometimes yeah. I use it for that. But if I'm like, I need soft love, mental health, yeah. I, that is not the deck to go to. I have a completely different deck one. for that. Um, <laughs> That's hilarious. So that might be even like a good way of kind of like working yourself up to it. So if you have like a deck that is particularly honest. <laughs> I, I, I have a deck that I use. For whenever I'm asking, like, bigger questions. That might be good of kind of just, like... This is, like, every day. The yeah. thing about tarot versus readings, though... Uh-huh. <laughs> She's going to knock the lamp. <laughs> um, is, I, for some reason, the tarot, I feel like I have more control over. And I, I don't know mm -hmm. if that's the questions I ask. Sure. Is something that I have a lot of control over. Mm -hmm. Is something that I can change. Sure. Versus, like the future. <laughs> right. Like, I, it's pretty rare that I ask my tarot deck questions about the future. The future. It's usually yeah. the situation that I'm having, what's going on, what can I do, what can I not control versus, like... Right. Well, in that case, you might even just want to, like, take that same methodology oh, okay. to the tarot, like, to the tarot reader, to the psychic the person psychic. you're seeing. Just, like, don't ask questions about the future. You can even tell them, I like, I... I don't want to know about the future. Like, that's yeah. not something I'm interested in. Yeah. I'm more having, like, this issue, and I'm interested in resolving it. Yeah. Um, or saying, like, if there's anything, like, being told to this person. Because sometimes I can, like, get messages, and yeah. they'll no, be like, I well, here's the cool. advice that's being told to me. Yeah. That can be real helpful. Another reason why I really like going to psychic psychics and mediums who specifically work with tarot is, again, like, it's very similar, where, like, the tarot is telling you what you need to know, period. Right. Whether it's the future, the past, the now. Right. It's something you need to know, which yeah. can be scary, but also can be really helpful. Just like, That's hey, true. you got the tower. 
be ready for things to fall down, but also be ready things for things to build up again. Yeah. Like just kind of even bracing you of like, Big you're not change. getting specific details, yeah. but you're being notified, hey, shit's going to get rough before it gets better. Yeah. That has true. always helped me of just being like, okay, at least I know about it. Yeah. Which just is, gotta sit it out. <laughs> yeah, just gotta just gotta like let the ship rock before right. it settles. Yeah. That um makes sense. so that's just like what I've done because I agree, I'm with you. I'm like, I cannot ask, am I on the right path? Yeah. It's gonna fuck with me for the rest of my life. <laughs> the other thing, I think I get caught in between not wanting to know mm-hmm. and then like deep down being wanting to ask like those really like um the urge typical is yeah. yeah. To be like, is this my true love? Like um, or like, is that, is this the right career for me? Like the questions uh, that you really shouldn't ask, but it's so hard not to ask probably. And I've life. asked them before. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. I know, um, one time I went to see someone with our friend, our mutual friend, Emma. Oh my God, Emma. I oh, love her. I love her so much. She's wonderful. We should have her on sometime. We should. When we visit her eventually, we should have her on. One time. Um, she there. does not live in state with us and she's having her lovely life as a married woman doing Go hair and we love her yeah and she's also a witchy person mm-hmm. um she's the one who started this whole thing she, <laughs> she, she really totally is. is we need to have her on yeah but um we went i, I actually took her to her first reading mm-hmm. and i was with someone at the time and i felt it like in my core that like this was not going to last very yeah. much longer like our relationship was already kind of on the rocks and wasn't very healthy, and I was, yeah. like, already not really feeling it, but I kind of just needed someone to tell me it's over. Yeah. Because I kept, like, I, for a long time, I, like, spent time defending this person yeah. in my life, and so um, I just need someone to tell me, and the person I went to go see, she was like, this person's not for you. You're going to yeah. be done with it within the year. And I was like, and we were. <laughs> and whether or not it's placebo, she told me, and I was got the confidence to and do it, it was a or... We're not. I yeah. don't care. And that's another part. Of, like, I don't really care if it's placebo. If it's yeah. placebo, freaking bring it. I'm happy regardless. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, if it works, it works. If it works, it works. And I'm comfortable with that. And that yeah. offends some people for some reason. But, like... It doesn't bother me. It does not bother I feel me. like if the result is the same, mm-hmm. then getting there... Shouldn't really should, matter. As yeah. long as no one's hurt. And right. as far as I'm concerned, I'm not hurt at all. So yeah. it's like... Yeah, it's a personal choice. Yeah. But, yeah. So, like, just her telling me, like, hey, this is not for you, but, like... There is going to be someone who is going to be coming who is for you. And I have him now. And he's wonderful. Yay. And it worked out really well. And yeah, it's very much just like go in knowing what you don't want to know. Mm -hmm. And let them know. Yeah. And what they say depends. uh, Whether or not they like choose to give it to you anyway is very much up to them. In which case you can decide whether or not to go back to that person ever again. Because some people are... Have bedside manner that others don't. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> like, I'm someone who really, who doesn't want, like, a super aggressive person to read to me. I need yeah. someone who has a nice bedside manner. Sometimes yeah. Sometimes you don't need that. Sometimes you need someone who's going to be like, listen, bitch, this is how it is, and you're going to deal with it. <laughs> it's true. Uh, my tarot cards. Yeah. That's <laughs> so funny. I know. I have, like, four decks, and each of them has a purpose. One is for, like, financial things. One is for mental health. It has plants. <laughs> It's Aww. just plants. I love it. That's so sweet. It's very sweet. But the one that, the, you've seen the first one I had. I do. That's my go-to for like big problems or just like check-in. Yeah. That's the one that tells me what's what. Oh boy. I like it. I don't go to that one nearly as often as I used to. <laughs> just because sometimes I'm like, I'm not in the emotional really space it, yeah. to take in that the energy. information. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah. That's the other part. When you go to a reader, like you have to, or uh, like a psychic or something. Mm-hmm. To be in the mental space to be open-minded and, like, take in stuff. Yeah. Even stuff you don't want to hear. Because sometimes yeah. you're just going to hear stuff you don't want to know. It's true. But I haven't had anyone tell me something I really don't want to know. So. Yeah. 
cross your fingers. Yeah. So dumb. We can help. Anyway, yeah. we are coming up to the end of our beautiful conversation, episode four. Episode four. We did it. I it's been like it. a month. I can wild. <laughs> My mind is blown. It doesn't feel like a month. No. <laughs> no, it does <laughs> not. It does not. Wow. Well, we will see y'all for That's... episode five. Wow. We'll be there. You be there. Yes. Good luck. We'll meet you there. Um, We'll see you in April. Yeah, go April. Go April. Thank God. I'm over yeah, it. Thank Jesus. <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't snow too much more. Oh my gosh. All right, guys. Bye. Bye.